0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Maggie Williams and Sebastian Williams from Skipper, formerly known as Waggle. Now, I am a pet guy, and, and, you know, our pets are our fur babies. But while you can have a cat and leave it alone all day with some bowl or a bowl of food in a litter box, dogs are a little bit more complicated. They need to be fed, loved, walked, and played. But what if you're working 8, 10, 12 hours a day and maybe want to have a life after work? That can sometimes conflict and uh, taking care of Daisy and Buttercup, what are you going to do? Well, we have the answer. and Skipper, formerly known as Waggle, was funded or founded, excuse me, on the premise that your dog needs walking and someone needs to do it. But unlike other services, Skipper goes high-tech with barcodes, GPS tracking and other features to give dogs mom's and dog dad's peace of mind. Now, our founders were actually uh, named Start Charlotte's Startup of the Year, and we are super excited to have you guys on our podcast and learn a little bit more about what Skipper is and how it works.
0: Yeah, M- Maggie, uh, with Brian, thank you for the introduction, and Sebastian, very good to see you as well. Um, we're just curious, like how, how does this thing work?
2: Yeah. So we are a tech enabled on demand dog walking service. And what we do is provide a really highly personalized, super customized service um, with all the modern conveniences that that kind of accommodate, um, you know, the contemporary lifestyle. And so what that means is, is. All of our clients, um, they do, we do an in-home consultation with them before they get started. So they get to meet us, and um, we get to learn about their pet in their home. Um, they get access to an online account, and they can start scheduling visits. They get real-time updates when our team member arrives to their home. And at the end of the visit, they get um, a visit report with a GPS-tracked map of where the team member walked, pet photos, um, and the team member's comments. So they get that full accountability, full transparency right away. Um, and what we do really well is um is building our clients' trust. And we do that because we really care, and we really care about um making sure that each visit is consistent and very specifically meets the individual needs of each pet. Now, when you're
1: going through this process, do you do you take any type of dog because I've seen some dogs walking down the light rail that are just pulling their. Their owner is it is it kind of like a service that you almost train the dog as well, or does the dog need to be trained before they can do the service?
3: So for our um, yeah for our processes, whenever we go in to do the in home consultation, that's whenever whenever we you know are able to meet and greet the dog and we're able to set the expectations as well um, with the with the owner that everything is customizable and if they have training that they want us to reinforce, that we're able to do that. Um, nice. But basically, it's all. Um, We would never, um, you know, do training that we put on a dog that is not, um, you know, wanted by the owner, but essentially we have a, you know, great opportunity that we have trained team members. So all of our team, they're W2 employees. And so they've come into our office, they've been trained, they know animal behavior. um, They know the basics of training and the mechanisms around that. And so yeah, a lot of times it's good to reinforce behaviors. You can imagine if you um, had your dog trained um, and you feel really good about it, but you think about it, we walk the dog most of the time more than the owners do and being able to reinforce those behaviors is something that we really uh, take seriously.
0: You mentioned something that sparked my attention, W2 employees. That's important, right? Because they're your team, they're your staff. They're not someone you're contracting out. Is that, is that unusual in your business or?
3: It is. It's very, it's very unique to our model. And we feel that whenever you're going into someone's home and you're taking care of their fur babies and their pets. Um, that it's super important that we're able to control that, um, that experience and be able to make sure that we have the best and uh, most trained folks that can come in and perform the service.
1: Interesting. Now tell me a little bit, how did this concept come about with, with Waggle and now changing it to Skipper? Um, but I, and you know, dog walking, it, it's been around, you go to New York city, they there's been people that have made millions of dollars being dog walkers because people need that service. Where have you seen the growth here in Charlotte and, and tell us kind of your story on how you guys started and, and really where you've come to, to today.
2: Sure. So we um, so we have two dogs and we were looking for this exact service um, when we worked for, you know, before we started this company. And we realized that um, the options out there really weren't able to accommodate the modern lifestyle. Um, very low tech, lack of business savvy. Um, and just in general, se- seemed very punitive to the dog owners. Like, the, um, for instance, you know, it's it's typical to see you know pretty pretty high charges if you try to cancel within 48 hours. Um, I mean, whose schedule does not change on on a last minute basis, right? And um, the accountability part, knowing what your your dog walker did while they were in your home. Um, obviously, I mean, there there are several really important dimensions about what we do. Um, we go into people's homes and we take care of their pets. Um, which are their family? And that's like a pretty that's a serious responsibility. Um, and the providers that we were that we found um that that when we were looking for a service like this, you know, we just thought to ourselves, like this, this really should be done better. And the more people we talked to, we fig- we found that they were in the same position, they had the same concerns, um, the same pain points. And we said, you know what? There needs to be a way. There needs to be a service that is able to provide a highly customized, personalized experience, but is done in a way that, um, you know, also has all the same the same conveniences when it comes to a. a, a contemporary tech enabled service. And so when we started the company, we knew right away that our technology, our tech enabled platform was really going to set us apart. And so that's why we went ahead and and built that technology. And that is a huge differentiator for us. Um, We own the proprietary tools um, that allows us to do what we do, not only from a a customer experience um, side, but also from an operational side. So we have, I mean, we're, we're a logistics company. Um, we're a logistics company that sells trust. And when we do 200 visits a day, you know, we are constantly having to optimize routes in real time and having technology that can support that at scale um, so that we can then take resources and, and allocate them toward the client experience to team member support, to all the things that really make it, um, you know, a personalized service that really, you know, cares about the people, you know, the tech side, um, we're able to we're able to really run off of a robust platform um, and and suite of technology because we put the investment in um, to build that.
1: That's really cool. And so I have a golden retriever and in the summer she is just always warm. Right. Um, what type of when when you're talking about the service, I feel like you guys do everything. And I'm just kind of curious about this when it's one hundred and three degrees out there. Um, I'm assuming that the, the route has to be changed. Things are changing. How do you guys change, um, your approach due to the weather or due to the, the circumstances you really can't control?
3: Sure. Absolutely. So part of that comes along with the training and us being able to reinforce, um, our processes. And so we know that, um, we put it out there for our team whenever it's a hot day. We've been dealing with that a lot last week, obviously and this week. And we have uh, protocols like, you know, walking in the shade, um, splitting the walk into two halves where we come in for a water break. being able to do that, and the same sort of thing happens whenever it's um, rain and things like that. We have you know processes that we're able to follow to make sure that the the dog gets um, what 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 they need. the 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 customer feels like the dog's been well taken care of, and then also you know our team's able to um, provide a really high quality experience when you have those random situations that come up
1: yeah definitely you guys if it is raining i suggest going to lowe's that's what i do i just take my dog to lowe's and walk around that's (laughs) an interesting one are they sponsors are they
2: sponsors of this podcast they should (laughs) should
1: be the amount of time we're we're working on that yeah Yeah. i buy a lot of stuff from you and my dog's in there a lot so we do want you to sponsor the podcast (laughs)
0: let let me ask you this uh i have two dogs as well a uh, yellow lab and a little french bulldog so it's quite the do uh um <laughs> do do you all do overnight stays or like say say i'm on vacation for a week uh, could i use your service to to make sure my dogs are taken care of even though they're at
3: home uh throughout that week so right now we uh we don't offer the overnight care except for cat care um we started off doing overnights and doing um, vacation care like that we found that it's uh, two really separate businesses um, and two separate clientele um, that go into that. And we felt that we really wanted to hone in and be excellent um, at one um, sort of dimension with that. Um, and we have some ideas of how we can integrate um, that concept in a, in a nuanced way uh, into our business model. Um, but yeah, right now we don't do any of the overnight care. It's good to know. I- I'll be interested in
0: that as well. I think I think that, like you said, it'd be a good growth model idea um, going forward.
1: Definitely. And, and tell us a little bit about the name. So we we're brand builders, right? Um, we love learning about rebrands. We love learning what makes people kind of change the direction, especially from an entire start, which would be the name. Um, so tell us what, what made you make the name. What's changed kind of in the philosophy going from Waggle to Skipper, if anything. <clears> and just tell us about that experience.
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, so the name change comes from, I would say, so a deep understanding of where we started, um, who we've become and and where we're going. And for us, the core of that journey is an unwavering focus on building trust and creating adventures so that we can surprise and delight our client family. Um, So the new name, the reason we we totally rebranded, we went through uh, a program called Techstars in Austin. And we did a lot of workshopping around, you know, who are we? Who are our clients? What, are, what is the value we're really providing? <clears throat> and what we realized was that we wanted to take this opportunity. We just launched a new, a new version of our platform. We know we are now in scaling mode. Um, so we, we um, officially launched in Austin on Monday. And we knew that we wanted to really um, take a, a step forward in a way that reflected the broader vision to shape the future of pet care services. And so with Skipper... Um, and, and knowing kind of adventure and building trust is like is is really what we're focused on. Skipper allows us to really emphasize a um, couple things: the feeling of movement, um, the feeling of exploration, and empowerment that comes from being the captain of your own adventure. Um, and it's a I'd say it's a journey we're all on. Um, and we felt that Skipper it just really kind of evoked. The kind of feelings that um, you know we it, that is inherent to our brand and to the the value that we deliver to to our clients, um, and it was really fun. So we you know we engaged the whole team to help really you know to create the logo, and um, it, it was really kind of a an all in process and um, a great opportunity to kind of you know really really reassess you know who we are now and where we're going and um yeah we're really excited to kind of take this new brand and share it with you know the rest of the the region and hopefully someday soon the country
1: that's really neat and um so it clearly sounds like you guys didn't spend any time on um on that um (laughs) just kidding so one of the neat things in in a company that starts locally in Charlotte and and we're a locally owned business and we work in Charlotte, but we work with a lot of other companies in other cities as well. Tell us why Austin, um, why is that the next best, best step for your company? And then what does the future hold for Skipper?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, so we were researching, we, we have been researching different markets for a long time. And so agnostic of tech stars, we had we kind of we kind of found a couple different cities that we thought would um, you know that pet owners there would would find a lot of value in this in our, in our service. And Austin was top of the list. And we look at we we used um, we use a lot of demographic data tools to be able to to assess different different cities. And something that really stood out to me um, in Austin, besides just the sheer number of pet owners, um, which is significantly you know, higher than, than the you know, national average, um, was a lot of the, the pet services, the types of establishments and um, services that cater to pets and are pet friendly are extremely high. Um, and then we started to look at kind of what other similar services were offered. And we realized that there was absolutely an opportunity to come in and, and provide a service that's much needed that really isn't being filled. And when we got into TechStars, which was also in Austin, so we've lived here. Um, I'm actually still in Austin um, since January. We got to really understand and know the city a lot better. Um, and with the kind of power, with the with the network that that um, from being in TechStars and just having you know being in a market that is so dog friendly, is so pet centric, um, and people who are really open to to you know new services and and um, trying new things that you know, was a lot of the reasons why we said this is going to be a really good market to to start in as our as our first expansion.
1: That's so neat. And, and tell us, I guess, to get back to the to to what you guys do. And, and really, I think what our audience would be interested in dogs, they come in all shapes and sizes. They have all different types of needs. You know, I'm sure you guys kind of have some tiered programs, but tell us a little bit more. What does a visit include? But what are some of the extras? Can you you know, help us out by giving certain medication if my dog needs it at at noon? Or, you know, maybe my my dog had an accident and now needs to be walked alone. That might be another fee. But tell us what kind of the extras are to really make that a custom experience for each owner.
3: Sure, so one of the things that we decided whenever we started the company is that all of our walks are are flat fee, and we do whatever it is that the routine needs to be. So, if it's going to be providing food, providing water, if you need us to bring in the mail while we're there, water a plant, all those sort of things nice. just come in, involved in the uh, in the in the service, and it's just the amount of time that we're there. So one of the things that is uh, is great about our platform is that you are even in, at a last minute notice be able to go in and add things to the checklist for the walk um, or change the routine. And our team is empowered to be able to to be successful and in, in making sure that all of these things are checked off the list and done and completed during the visit. Um, we, yeah, we even have some folks now. It's it's funny they'll put a note in there. Hey, you know, Fluffy isn't home today, but uh, I have an important package on the stoop. I saw, so I'm just booking a quick visit to. Yeah, bring that in the house for me. I was just about Uh, to ask that. Like, if
1: if Amazon delivers, I'm like, hey, um, Skip, or Skipper team, I need you guys to pick up that box, and that's not a problem. That's very cool. Well,
3: a lot of times we're already in the home every day, and we're trusted, um, you know, to the to the client. So that it makes perfect sense.
0: What What would you say? uh, We're in the small business world as well. What What's been your biggest challenge so far? I'm sure there's Are, a lot the, of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is good. This yeah. is a good early. of about this. this is good.
2: Um, so you know, I, you know, new. I think I think one of the challenges that, to to running a business that that is growing quickly is that you know, and and this happens in in all in all I guess, you know, lines of work is that you're you're constantly coming up with things or facing new situations um, that is new for everybody, right? So we have. Sure. Um, you know, a team that, and it feels like every three months it's a different business, right? Because we just, you know, we're growing and we have different challenges because we're growing. And um, you know, we have we have the same focus, which is to deliver a high quality service um, at scale. Uh, but I would say it's just it's it's maintaining it's being agile, and I think it is a mindset that you know we we re- we reinforce by talking about it all the time, not to get you know, set in your ways that we are constantly trying to reassess and reevaluate what we do and why we do it. And when new information presents itself, which it does all the time, um, and we actively go seek out that information through the testing that we do um, and and the way that, you know, that how our team operates is that we're constantly reimagining, you know, is there a better way to do this? And I think just staying true to that um, and not letting not letting yourself get get kind of myopic in the sense that that you become too rigid and and structured in in old ways, um, because there's so much to learn and we're always finding ways to get better at what we do. Um, And as we scale and as we grow, you know, new challenges present themselves. So I think it's just maintaining that really agile mindset of, um, you know, we are a different company. Every couple months, um, we have our core values and we have our our purpose, but our needs are changing and, um, we need to be able to, to adapt and go with them.
0: I love that. That, that, that was an amazing answer. And I I think you're exactly right. We all face that. Um, thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. I I have an interesting point. You always said, um, you know, always new challenges. So I feel like with all those new challenges, you guys have to have some very strange requests that people have asked you. Maybe it's a monkey that you're supposed to take care of, or maybe somebody who actually wants you to walk their cat outside. What has been some of, if not the strangest requests you've received? Well, we
3: do have a, we do have a hedgehog. Um, <laughs> that's so That's, awesome. a,
2: that's nice. a good one. A <laughs> I, I didn't even know people had hedgehogs as pets, so I'm <laughs> yeah. learning
1: something right there. Yeah.
2: We have this, uh, this story, this story tickles me. I, I love this story. We had a client, uh, we have a client who, um, you know, Seb mentioned that sometimes you know packages get delivered, and our clients will say, "Oh, can you bring in the package?" Well, in this one scenario, the dogs weren't home. Uh, but the but the the this client booked a visit so that we could bring in a very special package that had just been dropped off at the front door and come to find the client said, "This is actually um, an engagement ring. I'm going to propose to my my girlfriend tonight." And I need you to hide it. I need you to hide the ring so she doesn't wow. find it because she comes home before I do. So we, we got, I really do trust the, you. The, yeah. proposal <laughs> plot. Um, and so we were like, we put it in the place he wanted to put it. And then it was in the notes and, um, but we, we couldn't put it too much in the notes because she had it. So it was like this coordination where we, uh, <laughs> awesome. we let him know. Um, but that was pretty cool. So, so yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like I, you know, we mentioned this before, like, we are a trust business and I, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, that is what we do. And, you know, dog walking, dog walking services and taking care of pets at the end of the day, we are selling trust and we are building our client, you know, we are earning the trust of our clients every time they interact with us. Um, and that's what I tell people when, when they say, you know, what is, you know, really, what is your business? And, and I, I say that all the time is that we are a logistics company that sells trust. Um, and we will, we will always continue to be.
0: Love that. Love that. Well, how do we get in touch with you? How do you, you know, how do we tell people or share with folks um, how to join your service? And uh, some of the fees maybe associated with that. And um, anything else you would like to say in that regard?
2: Yeah, well, you can sign up online. So um, you can visit us at walkskipper.com. And there is uh, a place where you can you can fill out um, an online form and we will set up your in-home consultation Um, we are doing a promotion through june where all new clients get fifty dollars in skipper credit and um, as a listener of this podcast we'd love to extend that to to you all as well you can follow us on instagram at Um, skipper.clt and at skipper and yeah, I mean, where you can get in touch with us. I mean, my email is meggy@walkskipper.com. at walkskipper.com. I love to talk to clients, potential clients, people who are just interested in learning more about what we do. We have a lot of partnerships within the community. Um, every week we do an event with a local brewery um, in collaboration with Work for Your Beer called Skip for Your Beer. And it's a group dog walk. We do a, um, our team leads a supervised mile and a half dog walk um, around starting and ending at the, at the brewery that, that is hosting for that, for that week. And then we all come and hang out. We had a big, um, event last week. Uh, and we we'll, you know, every week, every, every Wednesday that happens at six o'clock. So you can check that out as well.
1: So one quick question before we let you go, I know a lot of our listeners will be here in Charlotte. How far out from a radius do you go from Charlotte? Is there a, a, a distance radius that you guys are working with right now?
3: Sure. So right now we, uh, we operate mostly around, um, sort of, uptown to matthews to ballantyne yeah. sort of in that center uh, region but um on our website um, that's all listed and detailed out there as well excellent Well, awesome well thank you all for
0: investing the time today what an amazing story we we really enjoyed hearing that and we'll enjoy sharing that and uh we hope that we can help gain some new customers i think you have maybe one or two sitting right here that's so right. uh mm-hmm. thank you very much uh and uh, we're wishing you great success absolutely